0: I wanted to do a little mini Q&A today. So if you are here and you have any particular questions for me um, regarding binge eating, emotional eating, overeating, um, intuitive eating, body image, if you have any questions, please drop your questions down below. I'm just going to ask me anything. Um, drop your questions below. Um, So please, if you guys have any questions for me regarding binge eating, emotional eating, overeating, self-sabotage, intuitive eating, any particular questions you have for me, please drop them down below. And I'm just going to riff. I actually just got off or I just got back from a walk. And this weather was so weird. It's like, I never know how to dress. So I like wear a jacket and now I'm like sweating. <laughs> so I'm just super hot right now, but I'm excited to answer your questions. Any questions, drop them down below. Okay. How do I stop binge eating? Being diabetic, it's causing me more harm. Okay. So There's not one thing that's going to help you stop binge eating, right? The first thing I think with being a diabetic, right? Like you do need to be mindful of what you're eating. However, this is like the mindset piece of, I think with a lot of people who have like diabetes, right? It's like, oh, I can't have sugar. And yes, you need to be mindful. But I think what's actually more helpful is actually focusing on being less impulsive, So if I were you, I would do things in your day like I would do things like um, if you're not doing any form of like meditation or breath work to regulate your nervous system to help you become less impulsive, um, I would also not have any rules. So even if you have to be mindful of um, sugar because you are, you know, diabetic, I wouldn't say, oh, I can't have sugar because what do you think you're going to binge on? You probably tend to binge on sugar right? So I would just, um, I wouldn't have any rules, like no sugar. Um, I would really remind yourself that what's actually more unhealthy is the binging for your health, right? Like restricting and binging and the self-sabotage and the guilt and the shame and the judgment, like those things, thinking about food 24-7 is worse for your health than just having sugar, right? So that's what I would say. I don't know if you have a specific question, like uh, a more specific question, Um, but regardless, like if there's any rules that you're giving yourself, like can't eat this or can't eat sugar, we really want to release those rules because the rules is what's going to actually create like so much pressure and it's gonna actually make you want to binge more. Um, So again, if you have a particular question, please drop them down below in the chat. Um, is there any foods that I can eat to decrease the urge to binge? So it's not a particular food. A particular food is not going to help you stop binge eating. You have to rewire your brain to stop giving into those binge urges. So something that you can start doing is not giving into your binge urges because every time you, you feel that urge to binge and you give in, you are strengthening the the habit pathway in your brain. And that's what intensifies the urge. Something else that intensifies the urge to binge is being in a calorie restricted state and focusing on weight loss. Because if you're in a calorie restricted state, your body actually doesn't know that you are purposely trying to diet. So what ends up happening is your brain's like, this is not safe. Like SOS, like, uh, I am not fueling my body and it's going to send you these urges, right? Like you have to eat, you have to eat, you have to eat. And then that's what makes you impulsive with food. So there's not one particular food that's going to help you stop binge eating, right? Like that, it's not, that's, that's not the case, right? Um, so instead of thinking about what food you have to eat, it's actually not even about the food. Like you have to regulate your nervous system. You have to start getting rid of those binge urges and how you start getting rid of those binge urges is practicing, not giving into your, your urges. How do I stop doing the easy thing, which is binging when I'm emotional, So a few things, it's like, we have to learn how to process and how to cope with our emotions. I think a lot of people fear their emotions, right? Like I can't handle stress or I can't handle boredom or I can't handle overwhelm or I can't handle these emotions, but emotions aren't a scary thing. Like the way that I look at emotions, it's really just a signal from the body, right? So it's really just a signal from the body. Hi, Victoria. I see Victoria's on here. Hello. Um, so emotions are just signals from the body, right? So whenever I'm feeling a certain way, it's really asking yourself, what do you actually need right now? If you're stressed, what do you actually need right now? It's really common to think I need food to help me feel better, but you don't need the food. What do you actually need? Maybe you need to put less on your schedule. Maybe you need to have less things on your to-do list. And maybe you just got to allow yourself to relax on the couch, And it's so interesting because I think a lot of people have an unhealthy relationship with rest. So a lot of the times when I was like super stressed or, you know, feeling lonely or whatever it was, it was like, I wanted to feel better by eating. But what I actually really wanted to do was just like lay on the couch and just chill out. But because I felt like, oh, I'm not productive. I felt like, oh my gosh, I can't just rest. Oops. Um, sorry, you guys. I literally, oh my gosh. How do I get you guys back? Oh my gosh. I like flip the camera somehow. Um, How do I flip you guys back? You're like looking at my living room right now. Okay, here we go. Um, so I really just wanted to like, let's say relax in, on the, on the couch, but I felt so guilty that I was like, I need to be productive. I need to be doing something. So I would literally go into the kitchen and eat, believing that I was more productive eating than just laying on the couch. Right? So I think it's like, understanding your emotions, um, asking yourself, like, what do you actually need right now? And then not fearing our emotions. Like you can, you're capable of dealing with stress. Like we are capable beings of of feeling through our emotions. Like we don't have to see them as like a big, scary monster. What if I binge because of restricting? You have to stop restricting. 90% of people binge because they are restricting. Like if you literally think you guys about all of the foods that you restrict yourself of, Those are all of the foods that you binge. I, I binge sometimes in the past on like healthy foods, but 90% of the time it was always like chocolate or, um, like, like things that I would like process things that I would not allow myself to have. Right. So you really, all of you guys need to practice, stop, um, restricting, releasing the food rules it's the scariest thing for so many people especially if you have been on so many different diets um but yeah um yeah victoria says oh my that's me a single parent i feel guilty for sitting down with a coffee i work with a lot of i have a few a single um parents in in my programs and they feel the same thing they're like i always need to be doing something you know like i feel so bad just sitting down but victoria you deserve it you should not feel guilty for sitting down with a coffee. In fact, you are going to show up so much more powerfully for your child or your children when you are when your cup is so filled, right? When you truly are um, being the best version of yourself, and you're able to be so fully present with your your children or your child. Um, okay, I can never figure out what to do besides eat. How do I figure that out? So it sounds like you need more joy in your life. When somebody says to me, like, you know, all I want to do is just eat, like food is the main source of joy in your life right now. So if you were to add more joy into your life, what would that look like? What actually makes you happy? What brings you joy? Food is a source of joy, but it shouldn't be the main source of joy in your life. Is this, are you guys understanding this? Like when I was struggling with binge eating, I so like, I hated binging, but I liked it. And it's like, it was so pleasurable. It was the main thing I looked forward to, you know, every single day. It brought me joy. It brought me happiness. Although it also brought shame and judgment and guilt and all the things that come with it. It's like, that was one thing that I looked forward to every single day. But that was because I didn't have many other sources of joy in my life. I. You know, I didn't want to be intimate because I was bloated all the time. I didn't want to hang out with my friends because I was too worried about, you know, what are we going to eat? Like, are we going to go to a restaurant? Like, oh, then I have to like, ugh, I'm tracking my food. Like, so I would never go out with friends. I never wanted to be intimate. And then it was like, I was so hard on myself. I had all of these crazy rules. I would force myself to go to the gym. So lack of pleasure, lack of pleasure, lack of pleasure, lack of pleasure, lack of pleasure. AKA the brain needs pleasure. So what do I do? I turn to food. And this is what so many people do. So if you're asking the question of like, what do I do other than just eating? Like you got to add more pleasure into your life. You have to add more pleasure and joy into your life. And I work with this with a lot of the clients that are in the academy. um, And it's crazy how much like little things, like one of my clients inside of the academy, she was like, I so badly want to bake. Like baking brings me so much joy, but like, I don't want to do that because what if I binge and I'm like, listen, we're doing things differently in this program. Like you're here. You want a different result. You want a better relationship with food. I'm like, go bake this week. And she literally baked. And not only did she have joy from baking, she did not binge. So more joy, more joy, more joy. Um, I want to stop binging, but I also want to lose weight. So I end up in that cycle. So here's the thing. It is okay to want to lose weight, but it is not okay to focus on that because when you focus on that, that's what sends you into the spiral. Because when you're so focused on weight loss, right? You're not thinking about what's going to be the most satisfying meal. You're thinking about like, what is going to be the lowest calorie option, right? What is going to help me lose weight? Oh, I better eat the salad, even though I know it's not going to be pleasurable, but I better eat the salad. Although I really want the pasta, I'm going to get the salad. And then you eat the salad and you're not satisfied. And then you go home and then you just binge on what you actually wanted. So even with my clients who want to lose weight, it's actually crazy because like when we actually focus on reducing impulsivity I help my clients build satisfying meals. I help my clients rewire their brain so they stop feeling the urge to binge and they're less impulsive. They're no longer self-sabotaging. Guess what? They're no longer consuming thousands of calories. It's the the restrict binge cycle that is so hard on your metabolism, so hard on your hormones, so hard on your gut health. That is not going to help you lose weight. What's actually going to help you lose weight is a better relationship with food so that you can actually have a cookie or two, and stop when you're full. You can go out for dinner and not spiral into the all or nothing mentality of like, well, better eat it all now because like, I don't go out for dinner a lot and like the diet starts tomorrow, right? So you get out of the all or nothing mentality um, when you focus on healing your relationship with food. And you know, a lot of the clients that I work with, they have weight loss goals, but they're like, I've literally spent 20 years of my life trying to lose weight and I'm stuck in the binge cycle. So I'm going to do something different. I'm going to try to focus on healing my relationship with food, because I know that every single time that I focus just on weight loss, it led me into losing 20 pounds, gaining 20 pounds, losing 20 pounds, gaining 20 pounds. So again, it's okay if you have weight loss goals, but we have to go about it in a different way. And you have to make healing your relationship with food a a huge priority. Do we have any other questions? Dang, that hit home. Thank you. You are so welcome. I'm glad. It's honestly like a huge realization for so many people. Um, And I didn't think that, like, my life was good. Like, when I was struggling with binge eating, you guys, like, I had a good relationship with my my partner, had a good relationship with my parents. Um, I was a business owner. Like, I had a fitness studio with my my husband. Um, Like, good career, like, doing well financially. Like, things were going well. But I realized that like there's just not a lot of joy in my life. Like I was terrified to go get a massage. Well, not terrified, but like I wouldn't allow myself to go get a massage. Cause I'm like, yeah, but you can't just do that on like a Tuesday. Like you have to like, like, what do you do? What did you do to deserve it? Like, and I'm like, you actually just get to go for a massage. Like that's self-care. You don't have to justify. Like, you don't have to like earn a massage. Where's Victoria? Go book yourself a massage, girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Jacqueline currently trying to stop binge eating. Um what about binging after giving into intense cravings? So here's the thing, if you are binging after giving into intense cravings, there's just still impulsivity going on, right? So the thing is this is where people get trapped. They think, okay, I gave into my cravings and it turned into a binge. So that signals to the brain, I can't give in to my cravings. Oh my God, Victoria, it's a sign. Literally go book yourself a massage. I love it. <laughs> go book a massage. You deserve it. You so, so, so deserve it. Um, so people think, okay, I gave into my cravings and then I binged. So that signals the brain, okay, well, clearly I shouldn't be giving into my cravings because it always turns into binging. But that's not true you might be giving into your cravings on like the first time, the second time, the third time. And of course you're going to binge, right? If you haven't had, let's say ice cream or in a really long time, and you all of a sudden gave into ice cream, you are not going to be just having like one little tiny baby scoop of ice cream. You're probably going to have a lot because you haven't had in a really long time. But imagine if you allowed yourself to have ice cream today, and then let's say you're craving it tomorrow and then you're craving it you know, next week if you fully allow yourself to have it, you, you're going to get to a point where you're like, okay, I don't want any more ice cream, right? Like it's, you're going to have less intense cravings, actually, the more times that you honor your cravings. And people think it's the opposite. People are like, oh no, if I give in to my cravings, I'm just going to be binging all the time. It might be that way at the beginning where you honor your craving and then you binge on it because you haven't had that food in a really long time. But again, it's like, that you have to kind of go through that phase where you take those foods off of a pedestal, right? And then it's like your cravings are going to be less intense. You're going to be less impulsive. You're not going to have this weird relationship with the foods that you're craving because you're allowing yourself to have them, right? So that's just like kind of the process. Hi, Kara. Hello. If you guys have any questions for me, please drop them in the chat. Um, How do you get... How do you get from giving into a craving leading to a binge? Oh my gosh, this question. What? <laughs> how do you? Oh, thinking about how do you go? How do you go from giving into a craving, leading to a binge, to giving into a craving in moderation? Okay, so so here's the thing. Like I I was trying to just saying that. If you don't honor your cravings, they turn into urges. So if you don't give into your craving today. It's like, it's going to turn into binge urges, but actually the more times you give into your cravings in moderation, the less binges you're going to have. So how do you go from, you know, giving into a craving and binging versus giving into a craving in moderation? You actually allow yourself to honor your cravings more frequently. It's so crazy because back in 2015, I only allowed myself like one cheat meal, and I do not recommend cheat meals. I'm just sharing what I did way back in the past. I only allowed myself one time per week a cheat meal. Do you guys see that fly in my house? <laughs> oh my God. Um, what's it called? Um, so I had a cheat meal one time per week. And I was literally like, oh my freaking gosh, like it's one time, like, and then I would honor that craving. And of course I would just binge because I'm like, well, I can't honor any more cravings for an entire week. So I better go balls to the wall with this. I better binge on it because like, I'm not gonna be able to give into my cravings for an entire week. So then I would feel deprived, feel deprived, feel depri- deprived, and then finally give in. And of course I binge. So you start binging, you'll, you'll binge less, the more you get given to your cravings. So this can look like literally like maybe with your lunch, you have like some chocolate, right. Or like with dinner, you have something sweet, like allow yourself to have them whenever you're craving it. You know, like this doesn't mean like go to the grocery store and like go and buy like all of your trigger foods. I don't recommend that, but like, if you are craving something, honor it. Um, Lauren, I haven't had the urge to binge in a whole week. Thanks for the content you put out. Yay, you are so welcome. Let's all celebrate her. That is amazing. Oh, it's literally like the best feeling in the freaking world. I remember having like the first few days where I didn't feel the urge to binge. I was like freaking out. I was like, what is happening? I'm like, this is so weird. It feels like so weird, but it's also like so exciting at the same time. And then it just becomes your norm and you just like you're home alone, you're on vacation and like, you're just like, oh, I don't have the urge to binge anymore. And it's like the greatest feeling in the world. Um. Hi, Kimberly. It's okay to eat the next meal normally. That scares me because I don't want to gain. If you've just binged, you still have to eat. People think, oh, if I just binge, I have to restrict or like I have to eat less or I have to over-exercise. No, you don't have to compensate just because you binge doesn't mean you have to do anything different. Now, obviously, like I remember those days where I would binge and then like I wouldn't be hungry, obviously, like for, you know, a few hours after. But like you should just eat normally. If you want to prevent another binge from happening, eat normally after that binge people get it wrong. They have a binge and they're like, I have to restrict. I have to eat less. I have to compensate. I have to over exercise." And then that restriction is actually what propels into another binge. I know it's scary because it's like, oh my gosh, I ate so much. I have to eat less. But you don't. Your body, if you really start to trust your body, you guys, if you overeat or binge one day, like your body will work itself out. You probably won't be hungry naturally. But like, it's, it's like you shouldn't, um, uh, you shouldn't deprive yourself. Um, what about hunger from being used to binging? What about that? Can you be more specific? I think there are positive outcomes to intermittent fasting, but I kind of think it reinforced Yeah, I do not recommend intermittent fasting if you are binging or have a poor relationship with food. Like none of you guys should be doing intermittent fasting because literally you are depriving yourself. Like you are having certain periods where you don't eat and that's not you being intuitive because what if after seven o'clock you want something to eat and you want a snack and you're like, oh no, I technically can't, you know, I definitely can't, you're like, I can't eat, but like that's not being intuitive, right? I had a whole two days where I was not constantly thinking about my meal or cravings, and I felt strange. Yeah, yeah, I remember those days. And like, even like, you know, my clients are like, it feels so weird. Like, I'm not thinking about food. I had one of my clients in the academy. She's like, it's so weird because like I'm not binging, and she's like, now like my brain's like, like my, my brain is starting to think of like, like what the hell do I fill up my time up with? Like, it's so weird, right? It's like. I don't have any urges to binge, but like a part of my brain's like go and eat more food. But she's like, I don't want any more food. But like, this is what happens because you're so used to like having binges and having these urges that once you don't have them, it's like, whoa, this feels so weird, right? But yeah, this is your new norm. Why do I have to eat so much to feel satisfied? So um, I would say maybe you're not actually eating enough protein and, or maybe you're not actually eating what you want to eat. So I used to eat, I used to eat so much because I would have like plain chicken, plain broccoli that wouldn't satisfy me. And then I would end up having the pizza that I actually really wanted. Right. So, um, so maybe you got to actually like eat what you really want to eat. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Right. So it's like, for me, it's like when I was tracking calories and macros, I would have all of these low calorie food items. And it was like, didn't even enjoy it. And then it was like, okay, like I still want the other foods, right? So um, yeah, just make sure that you're actually eating what you wanna eat. Do you struggle anymore? No, I am three years binge free. Three years, baby, from feeling like I was never gonna conquer binge eating, struggling for 10 freaking years to 3 years binge free. Sorry, I got to hype myself up a little bit cuz I'm, you know, it feels really good. Um I'm recovering from an eating disorder and being underweight and now I'm bingeing, overeating every meal, okay? Or yeah, you have to go through that process. You have to go through that process like it like when I was struggling with restricting, it's like of course I was, of course I was, um, like binging, right. Especially if you guys are, um, especially if you guys are coming from a background, um, of like severe restriction, like you have to allow yourself to actually just eat. Um, seems like it tastes so good. Don't want to stop. Um, did you gain weight when you allowed yourself to eat what you craved? Um, honestly, like I didn't weigh myself during my journey. And I do not recommend any of you guys did, but I didn't focus on my weight. I was like, I want to heal my relationship with food. I am so freaking sick and tired of thinking about food 24-7, weighing out my food, feeling like food is controlling me. So what's more important is I'm going to actually allow myself to have what I crave. And ironically, Cara, when I actually allowed myself to eat what I craved, I binged less. I was less out of control with food. So people think it's the opposite of like, oh my gosh, I'm so terrified of waking, I can't allow myself to have what I'm actually craving. But then that's the thing that actually keeps people stuck, right? I swear to you, every single person that I know that wants to lose weight, they're like out of control. And then people who actually, like think about people who have a good relationship with food, they honor their cravings. And as a result, they don't binge, right? So just like a perspective shift can't wait when it feels like normal. What do you recommend to reassure ourselves? We won't struggle again. Um, well, I'm not sure what you did to, um, get to this point, but you have to rewire your brain. Like I, I am so confident I will never, ever, ever binge again. And it's already been three years, but I'm so confident that I will never binge again because I've done things sustainably. I've gotten rid of all my binge urges. So it doesn't matter if I'm home alone late at night, on vacation, I'm around trigger foods, especially the holidays coming up. There's zero like thought in my mind that I'm gonna binge because I've gotten rid of my binge urges. So again, I don't know what you've done. Um, but I just like make sure you do things sustainably. Um, I start my day craving a specific food and avoid it and eat other things, but then my binge, but then binge my cravings. Yeah. And you just answered your own question. When you're craving something and you avoid it, you're gonna binge. Cravings don't go away, you guys. That's my dream. To be binge-free and lose weight. Happy for you. Thank you. And you know what? Giselle, hopefully I'm saying your name correctly. This could be you. This could be you. It is your dream. Let's make it freaking happen. Let's make it freaking happen. Oh, I love it. I had weight loss surgery 10 months ago and I still find myself in old habits with overeating and binging at night. So Alicia, this is so common. Um, And I'm gonna give you like, just like my thought process as a binge eating coach, weight loss surgery doesn't fix an unhealthy relationship with food. Weight loss surgery doesn't get to the root of why you were overeating and binging at night in the first place, right? And this is why you guys, it is so important to do things sustainably. It is so important to do things sustainably. So um, even though you had a weight loss surgery like 10 months ago, again, because it's like because we haven't gone to the root of things, just like weight loss, forget about the surgery. If you just lose the weight, anyone can lose 20 pounds, right? But if you haven't actually fixed your, your relationship with food, the weight comes back on unless we actually get to the root of things and we do things sustainably. My binging started last September one year already. Well, let's get you some support. Let's get you help. Selena, does it help when you don't have a lot of binge foods like cookies and chips in your home? Nope. You actually think about those foods so much more. So what I tell my clients is like, I don't recommend going to the grocery store and buying 10 trigger foods in your house. Like that's obviously not going to be helpful because you're probably going to binge on them. But the only way that you can actually build trust with cookies and chips is actually by exposing yourself to the food it's really hard to not be triggered by something when you avoid it you can't avoid your triggers and hopefully not be triggered by it you actually have to expose yourself to the triggers in order to be less triggered so i would choose like one food maybe it's like cookies or whatever and just like keep it in the house and then when you crave it honor that craving do you find yourself that um that people who have ADHD have a higher chance of binging. Um, Yeah. I mean, i work with clients that have ADHD, um, but I, I do not like putting labels on people. Like, I don't want you to be like, I don't know if you have ADHD, but I I never want people to be like, oh, well, uh, you know, I'm going to struggle more because I have ADHD or I'm going to struggle more because I have PCOS. Like I work with clients that have ADHD, I have clients that have PCOS. And even if it might be Um, Something that maybe not everyone struggles with like you're still able to conquer. So I just never want people to let something else like PCOS ADHD diabetes um, prevent you guys from believing that you can conquer. How do you get rid of binge urges on vacation and holidays. So the thing is, it's like, you should definitely not be restricting before going on vacation because this is what a lot of people do. I'm going on vacation. I have to restrict myself. I have to diet, right? And then all of a sudden it's like, you're so deprived and then you're on vacation and it's like, you're so deprived that like everything looks 10 times better. Like people who go on vacation or holidays, they don't binge because they allow themselves to have the foods that they want all the time. So definitely it's 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 stopping the restriction. I'm so glad I'm not the only one who binges. I thought it was just me. Megan, you are not alone. Thank you for this. You're welcome. Um I eat less calories through the day so I can snack on cravings and the evening so I don't go over my calories. I actually don't recommend that. How do I fix my overeating and binging? I'm also in a group therapy, trying to get to the root of it. Um, well, if that's not working, you can message me, Alicia. This is my This is my specialty. I help clients overcome binge eating and emotional overeating. Um, if you're not listening to the podcast, you can also start listening to my podcast, uh, the ditch decade diets podcast. It's also a great resource. I'm an emotional eater for sure. Yep. Aren't you afraid if you listen to your cravings that it'll go out of hand? So I don't struggle with binge eating anymore. So I'm definitely not afraid of that, but even for my clients, like The thing is, you guys, like most people think if I honor my cravings, that I'm just going to binge. But if you think about why you binge, it is because you are depriving yourself. All of the foods, Giselle, that you probably binge on, if you were to think about them, it's probably cookies. It's probably chocolate. It's probably baked goods. It's probably like heavy carb stuff that you don't allow yourself to have, right? So if you are afraid of listening to your cravings, you need to build up self-trust. You got to build up self-trust, baby. Because if you have self-trust, it's like, and if you also learn how to reprogram your brain so you're less impulsive, then you can honor your cravings without spiraling out of control. Do you think some can be needs-based, not having fulfillment in life? Absolutely. Like I was talking about, like, if you don't have enough pleasure in your life, um, then, you know, that's definitely going to impact it. I did a calorie surplus during my muscle gain weightlifting journey. And this is what I developed binge eating. Yeah. Then what do you recommend? I feel like I need a snack at night, but it makes me gain weight. No, eating a snack at night doesn't make you gain weight. It doesn't. You guys, this is, this is false information. You are not, your brain does not know it's eight o'clock at night. Your brain does not know it's nine o'clock at night. But you thinking that like, if I have a snack after seven o'clock, I'm going to gain a bunch of weight. Like that stress is what can make you gain weight. So if you said like, you're basically not eating all day and then you're eating like, or you said you're not eating um, a lot during the day. And then like, like that is going to make you gain weight. Your metabolism is being so messed up, right? Like restricting, like eating low calorie and then eating all at once. Like that is so hard on your body, you guys. I, my body weight was the heaviest when I was restricting and eating less and then binging because that's the hardest thing on the body. If you don't mind, can you share? If you remember the time your binging began, I was like 13, 14. Yay, Alicia, you just DM me. Perfect. I can't wait to have a conversation. Yeah, so many fluctuations. Yeah. And like, this is like, this is what people like, you guys have to understand, right? It's like when you are restricting and binging, like that is literally so hard on the body. And it's like nothing is worse for your health than not eating and then binging on so many calories. And then people always wonder, like, I don't know when I'm hungry. And it's like, yeah, well, if you go from, Restricting and being so hungry, right? So you're either ravenous or you're so f- physically full, right? It's like your body doesn't know what normal hunger or normal fullness feels like. How to stop boredom eating or binging when you don't feel like doing anything. So, like I said, Marie, at the beginning of this, it's like you got to add more pleasure into your life. You got to add more pleasure. What brings you joy? because if you're bored and it's like oh if you think like the, the first thing that comes to mind when you're bored is like oh what should i eat like there needs to be more pleasure in your life um i struggle with binging mostly when I'm on my period. Yeah, and that's because, you know, um, during the time of the month, like hormones are definitely changing. And I think we have to understand, like you definitely want to give yourself more grace during that time of the month, but also like know that your food, it might look a little different. Like I know for me, like I crave more chocolate during the time of the month, but I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm not going to be like, oh, this is wrong or this is bad. It's like, I'm just going to allow myself. Right, when, again, when you restrict yourself because you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't, that's when you just end up binging on it. All right, you guys. So I think that's everything. <sighs> well, thanks for hanging out, you guys. This was fun. This was so much fun. If you guys need any support, if you have, if you need any support, I am here for you. Um, I have my four-month Ditch Ducky Diets Academy. This is my signature group coaching program that helps you rewire your brain. This helps you get rid of your binge urges. You're gonna be surrounded by a community of women. What I just did with you guys today is personalized coaching. And I do this twice per week inside of my academy. You are put in in a group with the most incredible women who are so committed to healing their relationship with food, to ending binge eating. And it's literally so amazing when you have other people who get you, like it is truly next level. So if you are wanting this, if you are wanting some personalized coaching um, with me, then this is my four month academy. So if you've ever been interested, you guys can go right now to the link in my bio. You can see the academy me you can learn more about how you can work with me especially if you really like like this personalized coaching that I kind of did like a taste for you guys of today um you get this times a million (laughs) like literally you get like personalized coaching basically every single day and then twice per week we get to go on zoom and it's just like literally like the best thing ever um how is it possible I always binge in the evening so a few things not eating enough um, not satisfying meals. And then the way that the brain works is the brain fatigues as the day goes on. So your decision-making power fatigues as the day goes on. Think about how many decisions you make on a daily basis, right? Yes, it is international. I have clients in the UK, Germany, Italy, Australia, Canada, States. I have clients all over. Um, so- Every single time you make a decision throughout the day, your brain decision-making power fatigues. So you can have the best intentions of like, I'm going to eat so healthy. I'm going to have like a really healthy dinner. And then come the evening when your brain is so fatigued, then you just revert to what's easiest, what's quickest, what's most fast, what's you're used to, what's most familiar, aka sitting on the couch, binging on chips right? So this is why I talk about rewiring the brain, you guys, like there are certain things that you can do, like certain journaling activities that you can do first thing in the morning to really set your day up for success. Thank you so much. I need you, Marie. You can message me, message me on my Instagram. If you guys are open to getting some support and some coaching. Um, but again, if you really like this personalized coaching that I would definitely recommend the academy. You are welcome, Stella. Thank you for being here. I've been stuck in a binge cycle all month. Well, Kaylee, let's set you free, girlfriend. Let's set you free. Who is is ready to stop their binge eating? Drop a yes in the chat. Are you ready to stop your binge eating? Who is with me? I love people who are ready. I freaking love people who are ready, who are committed to putting in the work, to putting in the time. Like you guys are my people. Yes. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. You guys are my people. You guys are my people because the thing is, you guys, there is a way out. You are not broken. Can I say this again? You are not broken. If I needed to hear anything a few years ago when I was struggling with binge eating, I needed to hear that. You are not broken. There is a way out. I feel so alone. Well, the best part, Stella, is when you join a community like my academy you won't feel alone because when you um, no, I have some, I have some uh, programs for males. Just DM me on Instagram. My academy is females only though. Um, but when you sell us surround yourself with other people, like my academy or any of my other group programs, this is why I always do group programs because it is so easy to feel alone. Like nobody else thinks about food 24 seven. Nobody else eats in secret. Nobody else hides food. Nobody else is thinking about their next meal when they're eating their current meal. Nobody is literally, as soon as they have one little bite of chocolate, getting into the all or nothing mentality and saying, screw it, and just binging the rest of the day. But people are. And when you surround yourself with other people who are like doing the same things as you, that can be so transformational. This is like the best thing that helped me. And it's going to help you so much, Stella, because man, you are not alone. Yeah. I feel like I'm addicted to food. Yep. You're not alone. I was okay for five months and I lost control. Yeah. You know, this is really common too. And it's like, if you guys are doing things like distracting yourself or staying busy or, you know, doing these quick fix solutions, this is when it's really easy to have a few good days with food, but I'm not here. I am not the coach that's just going to help you have a few good days with food or a few good weeks with food. I want to help you sustainably end your binge eating for good. And this is done through rewiring the brain, getting rid of your binge urges so it does not matter where you are. If you're home alone, if it's the holidays, the holidays are going to be here before you know it. It's crazy. It's like October. Like what? What in the world? Like Thanksgiving is around here. Um, uh, You know, Halloween and then Christmas. I want you guys to have the best freaking food freedom holiday ever. Who is so committed to putting in the work now to healing your relationship with food so that maybe this could be your very first food freedom holiday with your family? How freaking amazing would that be? Like you have a game plan and you are set up before the holidays. So you don't have to be scrambling, wondering, oh my gosh, should I not eat all day before the social event? How am I gonna control myself? Imagine if this time you actually had a game plan. Imagine if this time you can actually be so present with your family and enjoy all the, the, all the delicious food, not feel like you have to compensate the next day, not feeling so nervous that you're going to binge and spiral out of control. Or what I used to do, go to the social event, and I was always known as the healthy person, so I would barely eat at social events. I would like be like the healthy person, like, I'm just going to have some salad And then I would go home from the social event and I would binge after Thanksgiving. And when my family's like, okay, what a great night. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go binge on what I wish I would have eaten when I was around people. And then I would just literally binge. And I'm like, it would have been so much better if I actually just like was with my family and I just ate what every other normal person was eating. And I'm like, I really should just get some support and fix this relationship with food. So you guys, you are so freaking capable. I I feel like this is my new like tagline. You are a badass and you can do hard things like conquer binge eating. You might just need support and accountability. And there's nothing wrong with that. I got support from a coach. I think that's actually the best thing that you can do. You don't have to do this alone. You actually don't have to try to figure this thing out. Um. Um. You made me feel so much better. You're welcome, Kaylee. Said going to message you. Yay! Oh my God, Kaylee! I can't wait for your message. Oh, this has been amazing, Stella. It's a dream. Yes. Well, let's make this dream a freaking reality. Do you have Instagram? Yeah, message me on my Instagram. It's the same handle. If you just go to my bio on TikTok, there's going to be like a little Instagram emoji thing. And you can just click on that. It's my birthday in October. And this is literally my goal to change my eating behaviors. Yes. Let's freaking go. Let's freaking go. You guys do not wait until January 1st. Imagine like, I know that's so far away, but like, imagine in January 1st, you like we're in a way better place with your relationship with food. And everyone else is like talking about like, oh, I'm going to start fresh and I'm going to start my diet. And you're like, yeah, I've been healing my relationship with food for like the past three months. Like I am way ahead of everyone else. Like let's be that person. Let's be that person. And I'm here to support you. Okay. So thank you guys for being here. It would be an honor to support you. Um, I live and breathe this stuff. Like I am just so passionate about it because you guys have to remember that this is something that I struggled with for ten years of my life. And once I found these solutions and I started feeling more free with food, I'm like, I need to shout this from the freaking rooftops! Like, I don't want to hold anything back. So I am here to um, support you. Um, I DM'd you on in- uh, TikTok. Okay, yeah, I'll check. Te- I'll check my TikTok. Um, perfect. All right, you guys have the best day ever. Um, I yeah. If you want to message me, if you haven't messaged me yet just message me on my Instagram. I like to voice message you guys. Like, I don't know. It's like so much fun. Um, But TikTok, TikTok will do. TikTok will do. I'll send you guys a message. Uh, going to send you a message. Thank you. You're welcome, Stella. You're so welcome. Alice. Okay. Sounds good. All right. You guys have the best freaking day ever. I believe in you. You freaking got this. Remember you're a badass and you can do hard things like conquer binge eating. Okay. Have a good one and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.